you're about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a word entitled, It's In My Heart. Stay tuned. In us, Scott. Lord, we ask, Lord, that the word come alive. Minister to your people. Touch the hearts of your people. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Come on, give God another hand. Praise, amen. We thank God for the service. We thank God for those that's in social media land. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't, amen, we want you to share. Amen. This message, amen. Let somebody know and let somebody hear the word that is about to go forth from God. Amen. We thank God for our prophetess and our uh, sister Luciana and our missionary Renee, amen, that came forth, amen, with the beautiful song selection, amen. We thank God for her, amen, and everybody that's in the building, amen, amen, amen. So if you got your Bibles, amen, and I don't know how God's going to do this thing, but it's, it's, it's something that's in me that I know that I need to get out, amen, and I'm just going to do whatever he want me to do it, but we're going to come from Psalms 119, Psalms 119, amen, Psalms 119, Psalms 119, amen, and we're going to, I guess we'll start, the, the key verse that I'm going to come from is verse number 11, amen, that's the verse that I'm going to come from, verse number 11, but y'all know how I do, I like to go up a couple of scriptures and so that way we can we can get it. Amen. But Psalms 119 and and the topic of this is keeping the main thing, the main thing, I guess, part two, because I did part one the last time I spoke. Amen. But this is the continuation of it or the conclusion of it. Amen. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. But um the subtopic I would say is it's in my heart. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say it's in my heart. It's in my heart. It's in my heart. Amen. And we're going to do Psalms 119. And we're going to look at start start at verse number nine. Amen. And it says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed unto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies. As much as in all riches, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statue i will not forget thy word verse 11 thy word have i hid 
in my heart. Somebody say in my heart. That I may not sin against thee. Amen. And today I really want to, like I say, I, I just, I'm just going to talk to y'all today. Because I, I really, it's a burden in me that I have to get this out, how God have it in me. So um, I'm just going to talk to you guys. And those that's in social media, um, if you haven't, you can go on the Facebook, a couple of um, uh, videos before when I spoke, keeping the main thing the main thing. This is part two of that. In part one, the, the ending and what I had wanted to take away was that we have to make sure that we understand the hope that is beyond this life. You got to understand the hope that is beyond this life. You, you have to put things in perspective. And as believers and as Christians, we got to understand that God require us to be the examples that in the earth. He require us to be that example in the earth. He require us to be those ambassadors in the earth. And, and when you think about what God how good God has been, we have to understand that there is life after this life. A lot of times we get mixed in the sauce and we forget or we get distracted because of the things of this world, the things that we see and that we encounter in this world. But this is not it. There is life after this. You have to understand that. And in the Bible, the Bible teaches and preached to us that there was a hope that people cling to. It wasn't about being successful. That came with the territory. That's why we teach about the kingdom of God. In his kingdom, all these things on this earth is added unto us we, we shouldn't have to worry about trying to obtain it because it will chase after us when we understand properly the kingdom so it wasn't about the the it wasn't about us having things and I, and that's what I really want to talk about it's not about us having things and getting things. It's not about us getting things, but it's about what Christ did and released and gave us that we have access to, which is eternal life. When you understand about the eternal life, you understand that there's something, it's a bigger picture. So as a Christian, I shouldn't live just to be living for the moment. A lot of people live for the moment. And we got so distracted and in Christianity where now we living in the moment. That's, that's what we get excited about. You know, if I, like, like Prophet said, we got a, a unexpected check in the mail and 
I was like, oh, God is good. You know, he's good. Now, now we can go ahead and, and use this to do this in the third. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm getting so excited about a check. You know, I, I was like, that's, that's good that I got a check. But when I thought about it now that I'm up here thinking about it, I say, God, I didn't give you praise for just waking me up in the morning. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell you thank you for the breath in my body. I didn't get excited about that. When I woke up, I took it for granted that the, you know, I heard the alarm clock and I, and I got up. We have to get back to keeping the main thing, the main thing. Somebody takes things for granted when the main thing is there is eternal life for you. There is eternal life for you. There is something greater that you are striving to. God, I feel it. It's something greater. It's something greater. You know, I, I think about how in the in the Bible when they when 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 Christ was walking on the earth and he was teaching and even in the old testament where we read here can i can i do a little bible study right quick just to give y'all to build it up in the old testament you had people i'm gonna tell you how we take things for granted you had people in the old testament that died that never ever saw the messiah you had people in the Old Testament that longed to see who they believed in and live their life in such a way that they obeyed the commandments of God, but yet they, have, they didn't see the Savior come to flourishing in their lifetime. I remember reading in the scripture where it was a woman who when Jesus was a baby and they took him to the to the house of worship and this woman said now I can die because I have seen the salvation of the Lord he was talking about the baby Jesus how did she know this baby that you never know how how anointed a person is how did she know this baby was the savior of the world she she lived her life just to be able to see the baby and some people died in hope and they died in the hope of the glory that shall be revealed even Moses himself, he couldn't go into the promised land, but he saw it afar off to let him know that his labor is not in vain. When you have it in your heart, there is something about 
the awesomeness of God that will drive you. It, it, it will encourage you. It will help you be that thing that God wants you to be even to the point where when you get tired, you find yourself still pushing. You find yourself still coming. You find yourself still doing because you know that it's in me to do. I say that to say this. Proverbs, I mean, Psalm says, in my heart, in my heart, thy word have I hid in my heart. We living in a day and age now where people don't have it in their heart. They have it in their mouth. They have it in on their mind. But it's not in their heart. Man. What God wants me to tell you today is I want you to get it in your heart. I want you to get it in your heart. Well, pastor, what you mean? You want us to get what? I want you to get Christ in your heart. Yeah. What do you mean by that, Pastor? The Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart. I have to hide the word. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Yeah. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Everything is tied back to your heart. Now we're living in a day and age where the heart is something that should not be played with. But a lot of people playing and tugging on the heart. You can have a no good joker, whisper sweet nothings in your ear to the point where it affects your heart. Then you start reacting and acting out of your heart. But the Bible says thy word. Why is it that we don't have the word in our hearts? How can I get the word in my heart where everything the word says, I cling to it. I want to love God so much that everything in the word I want to have my heart experience all the joy, all the peace, all the love. I want to have that in my heart. The heart is something that beats, that causes us life. Well, I come to tell you that when you have the word in your heart, you can serve God better. You can love right when it's in your heart. You can talk right when it's in your heart. You can live right when it's in your heart. It's, 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 it's in my heart. that And, and, and now we, we live in, in a day and age where, you know, we don't want, we got so much barriers around our heart. 
Well, I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters today, that you, this word, it got to be in your heart and you got to hold on to it. Because the word is the one that's gonna bring you to the life beyond. The word is the, the it's, it's like the bridge that connects you from the now to the eternity. It's the road map, it's the road that leads you to from now to eternity. It's the road map that gives you the direction of how you're going to get there. Everybody want to know where there is. They looking for their, their there. I'm, I got to get to my there. But I come to tell you as a believer in the true and living God, you have to have that there in your heart. You got to understand the hope of glory is, is more. I, I, need to, I need to make sure I make it. I need to make sure that I'm secure. I need to make sure that I'm anchored in the Lord. Well, what do you mean by that? Because I have it in my heart. I have it in my heart. Well, what do you have in your heart? You may ask. I have Jesus Christ in my heart because the Bible tells me that the word is God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same that was in the beginning. When you understand that the word is God and from Genesis to Revelation, everything that you could possibly go through in life, there's an answer from Genesis to Revelation. It could be found in those books. Anything that you go through life. The Bible says he was acquainted. He was he, he knew he was acquainted with our sorrows. He was, he know how we feel. And, and the Bible begins to break down who is the word. The Bible says he gave the word a name that had to be revealed to us so we could understand how to get to there. He gave us a name that if we believe in his name, that everything that is in him, you will see the manifestation in your personal life. When you accept and you believe in the word and you allow it to go into your heart, that means that you receive and, and you believe in the Christ. And through his name. Oh man. The Bible tells us when Christ died on the cross. Blood came out. The Bible also tells us in scientific fact let us know that there's life where? In the blood. If you have blood in your body you have life you take that natural thing and you put that into the original purpose of why he gave you that natural example when you take the blood that was shed 
which was Jesus' blood, the DNA from Jesus' blood. When you understand that that blood that was shed, that blood in that blood is life. How do I know that is life? When God created Adam, he breathed into him and they said he breathed, he breathed the life into him. He breathed all the cells of the blood cells went through the veins. It causes the pump, the, the heart, it causes the mind to get enlightened. Everything that was in the breath of God was through his blood. So, my heart has a yearning to do the things that please the creator, my maker. I have to have a heart to do things to please him. I have to do, I have to have a heart to do things that want to be like him. I have to have a heart to, and a mindset to, to even help my mind. If my heart is not right, my mind's not going to be right. If my heart is not healthy, my mind's not going to be healthy. I'm going to be thinking crazy. That's why God says he doesn't look at the outward. He looks at your heart. Because it's in your heart that he wants. Because if you serve him with your heart, he can work with that. It's in my heart. Thy precepts is in my heart. And what I mean by precepts, I'm talking about the guidance and the order and the authority of the words that has been spoken unto me. Ooh, that's good. When it's in your heart, I got to have his guidance and his word to be spoken to me. So when I read his word, it's not just me reading the pages, but the pages come off the page. The word come off the pages and it becomes life to me. I have to have life because life is in his word. Now, 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 I'm, I'm, about, I'm almost there, almost there. Because when, when I think about having the word in my heart, my mind goes back to how I was raised. And I've been listening to this all week. I said, it's something how growing up, we neglect and we forget things. But I have to go there. And some of the young ones, y'all might don't understand it. But some of you, yeah, the middle age or the elderly, y'all probably going to catch it. My mind goes back to growing up. When people used to give their life over to God, they say, I'm saved. They said that I gave my life over to God. There was a change that happened in them. It was something that, that they had an encounter with God. And when they had the encounter with God, when they had the encounter with God, what happens is they begin to understand that I have to change my heart. I have to change my ways. I have to do something that is different. And when they begin to do that, what happens is they begin to understand that 
I'm no longer what I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm no longer where I used to be. And when, when that happens, it caused them to have an appreciation and a love for God because they know God was the only person that could change them. Uh, nobody can't change them but God. And, and, and they understood that. So uh, when, we, when I was growing up and, and, and I used to go to the church and, and it used to amaze me how they used to take one song and they would sing that song for like 30 minutes to an hour. The same song. They, they would say, search me, Lord. Search me, Lord. If you find anything, take it out of me. Then they get to the point, take it out. And they'll say, take it out for about 30 minutes until something happens. Because the more they repeat it, the more they begin to get in tune with what they were saying. The, oh man, we learned this in school. They tell you if you teach a kid and you give, you begin to tell them to repeat it over and over and over, it becomes repetition and then it will stick. So they will do stuff and sing stuff until it sticks. We don't hardly do that no more. We, 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 don't, we don't say, search me, Lord. Take it out of me. We don't say, I want to live right. I want to live holy. I, 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 Lord, 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 uh, uh, remember me. We, Lord, Lord, just do it. Uh, uh, I was listening on the way. It's in my heart. The Canton Spirituals. I was listening to that. I don't know why, but lately I've been listening to a lot of quartet music. Because it's something about them saying it over and over and over again. God, I want to be right. 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 I, I don't know. I just want to be right. I, I just want to be right. I, I want to be right. Lord, I want to be right. Lord, make me right. They, if they would start saying, Lord, make me right. First, they started as I want to be right. But then they go to say, Lord, make me right. Make me right, Lord. Make Make me right. Lord, Lord, thank you for being, for, for making me right. Then they'll say, thank you for making me right. And 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 and, 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 and they would say it over and over till it got into their hearts. Thy word, I meditate. The Bible tells us to do this. Meditate on the word day and night. I, I, you know, we, we so, so used to going through situations and dealing with changes and dealing with things that we don't take the time to go over what the word says in our hearts. We don't take the time to go over what the precept says in our hearts. We don't take the time to do the things that we have to do to keep ourselves in our hearts. Lord, just keep me in my heart. Keep me in my heart. Mold me, God. Make me, God. That's what we have to get back to. We got to get back to the basis. We got to make the main thing the main thing. We got to get back to the basis. If you understand what I'm talking about, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
We got to get back to the basis. We have to get back to where this thing, the word, when you get, when you hear the word, you get excited about the word because you know that the word is the thing that can help you. You know, the word is the thing that can deliver you. You know that the word is the thing that could pull you out. See, a lot of times we don't want to admit we in some stuff that we don't need to be in, but it's going to take the word to say, get me out, God. Lord, get me out of this. Get me out of this, God. Get me out of this because I need your help. Help me, Lord. When you have it in your heart, when you have it in your heart, it says the word begin to start, it's like medicine. It will begin to start attacking the areas that you need help with. It's like medicine. The Bible even says the, the word is like medicine to the soul. It's, 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 we got to understand that. It's like medicine to the soul. Oh, when you get it in your heart, nobody don't have to uh, prime you up. Nobody don't have to. You can have your own, your own service within yourself. Oh, I don't know if y'all ever had that before. Uh, can I go back down memory lane? Uh, I remember riding in the car you could be riding in your car listening to some music and you could start thinking of the goodness of jesus and all of a sudden you keep thinking and thinking and thinking on it and thinking on it and you allow the words that is coming from the music that is ministering to your spirit to the point that you begin to feel better you will begin to feel something moving on the inside of you it begins to tug on your heart and when it tugs on your heart your emotions start changing your mind start changing you begin to understand there is something bigger than what I'm than what I'm thinking or what I'm used to it's something better than where I am I can make it ah the struggle is over I don't have to cry no more ah why sit there and cry when you have a God that loves you why am I going to sit and cry and accept the things of the enemy when I got a God that is loving me? Why do you sit there and give up and want to throw in a towel and want to give up on life when you got a God that said I already died on the cross so that way you can win because the word got to get in your heart. It's in my heart. When it's in you, you know when the word gets in you. Uh, because when the word gets in you, you get you get you get a push. You get an extra push. Uh, it, it push you. It push you. It motivates you. It makes you want to be all that you can be. And I'm not talking about the army. But it makes you want to be all that you can be. Because you begin to understand, God, you are greater. You are magnificent. And I'm not just living my life just so that way I can say I had a good life. But I'm living my life to live again. I'm living my life so I can see you in the beauty of your holiness. I'm living my life now so I can see you and you can say well done thy good and faithful servant. I'm living my life now so that way when I leave here I could be at your feet and giving you the praise and giving you the glory because I know that's what it's about. 
It's about the hereafter. It's not about the now, but it's about the hereafter. I need to serve you, Lord, in the beauty of your holiness. So when I am there with you, I could be there in your holiness. And I could begin to say, God, you are so good and your mercy endureth forever. I'm living my life now. So that way the glory that shall be revealed, I can see that in peace. I'm living my life now so I can be at peace with him when it's my time. I'm living my life now so that way he can get the glory now so that way when I get to him he can say that a boy uh, here's your crown here's the souls that came after you. Here's the people that you influenced and that you affected. I'm living my life now because the word has shown me what it's going to be like to be in his presence what it's going to be like to be in his glory the word has gave me confirmation after confirmation to let me know this race is not given to the swift nor to the strong but the one that endureth uh, look at somebody and say, give me some endureth power. I need some endureth power. I need some endureth power. I'm talking about a power that's going to keep me going like the Energizer Bunny. I'm talking about the power that keeps you going. I'm talking about that endurance power. That's what I need. I need his hope and that hope of the glory that shall be revealed. When you think about the hope of the glory that shall be revealed, that should excite you because you are connected to the word which is in you. The word which is in you is connected to the hope of the glory that shall be revealed because that word is waiting. The Bible says the earth is waiting for the manifestations of the sons and the daughters of God. I got to live right because I want to be those those ones that is manifested. I want to be those ones that give him the glory. Ah, when you have it on your heart, when you have it on the inside of your heart, it's easy to serve the Lord. Ah, when, <laughs> when you have it in your heart, it's easy to serve the Lord. Why? Because the word have I hid, meaning I had to hide it. Hide it from what? Hide it from all the foolishness. Uh, I got to look past that. Hide it from what? Hide it from all the evil works and the schemes that people would try to distract you with. I have to hide from that. How can I hide from that? I have to get in my word. I have to allow the word to minister to me. So when I begin to preach and to myself, see sometimes you got to have your own microphone and your own hallelujah and begin to preach to yourself. Ah, you got to tell yourself, self, and yourself will say, yes. You got to tell them, I got to get better. We got to do right. We got to go higher. We got to mount up because it's in you. It's in you. And the word begin to flourish. It begins to flourish in you. 
So when you begin to have it in your heart, it's easy to serve the Lord. It is. When you got it inside, that's why people struggle. That's why they have a dilemma. Because they have it halfway. Uh, can I talk to you? What do you mean by that? Uh, halfway mind and halfway heart. But you got to be all heart. Oh my God. And let go your mind. Because when you let go your mind, then he says, I will give you a mind that stayed on him. God have mercy. Then you will see yourself going through uh, this life with ease. You will see yourself going through this life and you begin to see troubles you're going to have. Persecution you're going to have. Disappointment you're going to have. But the joy of the Lord, it is my strength. Because I'm not looking at what I have. I'm looking at where I'm going. I'm going up a yonder. God have mercy. I feel like the old preachers now. I'm going up a yonder. This round goes higher and higher and higher. The glory that I see, I begin to say, I could go up Jacob's ladder. And every round, it goes higher and higher. So every time I wake up, I should say this today that the Lord has made. I shall and I will rejoice in it because I'm going higher than I was yesterday. You might have got me yesterday, but you better get me while you got me. Because in the morning, the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. But in the morning, oh God have mercy. Oh, have mercy, I feel good. Yeah, joy come in the morning. It comes in the morning. Well, what is your morning? It's not so much 12 o'clock. The morning is when you get it. Ah, oh, when you have your aha moment. When you say, you know what? I don't have to live like this. I don't have to be like this. But I have joy. I got a joy. Because I'm looking to my expected end. I know where I'm going. Do look at your neighbor and say, do you know where you're going? Ah, do you know where you're going? Well, let me help some of y'all, then I'm gonna take my seat. That mic don't know what I'm talking about. The Bible says, the Bible says when you have it in your heart, you represent the most high God. And in the scriptures, we see where they says, I have fought a good fight of faith. My faith, I am anchored in the Lord. I want to do what God wants me to do now. I'm not waiting for it. I'm going to seize the moment now. Look at somebody and say now. Oh my gosh, have mercy. Look at somebody and say, put it in your heart. Put it in your heart and tell them when to do it now i got to do it now i got to live right now i got to be right now i got to have it in my heart now i got to give him glory now when i have breath in my body i got to give everything i have to him now i'm not gonna wait for the battle to be over i'm gonna shout now I have mercy because I know I have won. How do you know we won? I'm glad you asked the question because he said he 
when he said it is finished. When he said it was finished. Why sit here and not appreciate the finished works of God? Oh, God, have mercy. I got to do it now. I got to do it now. I got to be in a hurry. I got to. So that's why he said, now I understand when Paul says, I got to fight the good fight of faith. I got to do it now. Because time is of the essence. But oh gosh, the love of God is of the essence. People need to feel the love of God. And they feel it through you. They feel it through you because it's in your heart. When you have it in your heart, it's so easy. So easy to love. Oh God, my mercy. All of these songs coming to me. Oh my gosh. Now I understand why they say joy bells. Joy bells ringing in my soul. Have you had a joy bell moment? Have you had, oh God, have you ever loved God with the joy bells ringing your soul? Have you ever had that type of experience? Have you had the experience with the joy bells? I'm talking about the bells of the joy in your body, rings in your soul to the point that it makes you happy. Happy, happy. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. I gotta get it in my heart. When it's in my heart, I got it. If I don't have it in my heart, it's hard for me to understand it. So in Proverbs chapter four, in my closing, it says, Wisdom is the most principal thing. But in all thy getting, get understanding. I have to understand. Oh man, I, I got to go there. Hold on. Hold on. It says in all thy understanding, get, get it. Because when you understand what the word can do in your life, you will want to serve the Lord. You will want to do what's right in God. You will want to allow the word to be the main thing. Verse number, uh, let's, let's, let me just read from verse number one. Hear ye, O children, the instructions of the Father and the attend, attend to no understanding for I give you good teaching good doctrine forsake not my law don't forsake the word for I was my father's son tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother he taught me also and said unto me let thy what heart retain my what words I got to allow the word to get in my heart keep my commandments how do I keep the commandments? With through the word. The word is going to help you keep the commandments. And it says, get wisdom, verse 5. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake not. For, forsake her not. And she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. 
Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thy head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Oh my gosh, what do you mean? Why is it talking about crowns? Why is it talking about all of this stuff? Don't you understand when you have the word in your heart, it helps you live right. So when you live right, you will be right. When you be right, then at that point when Christ comes, he says, I come back for my people. If you are one of the ones that Christ come back for, it says that you shall receive a crown. Everybody's going to receive a crown and we might have different crowns, but you're going to receive a crown and that crown is going to represent something. So that's why the people in the Bible, they served God that much. They was willing to die for the word. They was willing to be put in jail for the word. They was some of them got pulled apart for the word because it was in them. The love of God was in them so much that they was willing to die for the word. Are you willing to be like that for Christ? Are you willing to have it in your heart where you would say, God, I know it's in me. God, I know your word is in me. God, I know I'm representing. I know I'm doing the best that I can. I'm giving you all that I have. I'm not shortchanging you. God says, that's all I want. All I want you to do is give me your best. And when you give me your best, I will take care of the rest. We got to have it like that, saints. Amen. That's the true saints of God. But why would you say that, Pastor? Because when it's in your heart, it's easy to serve the Lord. Today, I wanted to tell you and talk to you to let you know it got to be in your heart. Yes. We're living in a day and age where this right here, this paper, paper book, they're trying to get rid of it. It's going away. They're going to take it out of schools. They already did that. They're trying to take it out of people's vocabulary. Even to the point now, but they don't even recognize God as God no more. They recognize as other titles. But the Bible addressed that. Paul says, I look at all of this, all these statues. You even got a statue say to the unknown God. You don't even know who your God is and you worshiping that statue. But to the one that know who Jesus is, yes. 
who have him in here, who accept him in here. This is what's gonna motivate you to go beyond what you see now. It's gonna help you. Be looking for help in all the wrong places. This day and age, everybody's seeking help when the help is right here in the word. I just got to get it in my heart. We're making it more difficult than what it is. We're trying to conjure up a concoction that is going to be like poof. And we got immediate results. That's not how it works. I got to get the word in me and allow the word to process it in me. I need, to, I need to go through the process. The word will work. You have to just allow it to work. Stand to your feet. Keep the word, the main thing, the main thing. If you didn't get nothing from this message, understand this. You need the word in your heart. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.